It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, loyal listeners, thank you for tuning in to the Steelers Sunday Night Q&A. My name is Jeremy Betts, and I'm joined by the legend himself, Big G. Sean Gurley, what's up, Big G? How you doing, man? Man, what's cracking, Jeremy? What's up to all the, the Steel Curtain Network, Steel Curtain family out there? Man, what's cracking, lacking? You know I do, man, but I appreciate coming on yeah. the Q&A, man. It's an honor and a privilege, man. So let's do what we do around Steel Town, man. We're going to do it. We're going to chop it up. We're going to talk yeah. everything Steelers. We've got a loaded question or a loaded listener group ready to ask questions, and we're going to address everything you got. So fire away. We're yeah. going to hit them up. Um, but I got to say right off the bat, I absolutely love uh, what you got going on behind you there. <laughs> yeah, um, man. It's that is that is some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot going on, man. You know, yeah. like I said, I, I've been podcasting for a minute with the Know It Alls podcast. And yeah, now me, and my boy Tape Boy Fresh is definitely on the homies podcast, the right. after party thing, overtime, and pump your brakes with the triple OG Shannon Shannon, man. So yeah, and you know, my crew is, you know, 
we come together like Voltron, like the Wu-Tang Clan, man. So <laughs> we're doing what we do, man, for sure, yep. for sure. But at home base is definitely still Curtain Network, man. Absolutely. And yeah. we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you. We're going to give you some information on a giveaway in the second half of the show. So stay yeah. tuned for that. And if you're listening live, um, or I'm sorry, if you're listening by audio later, uh, stay tuned for that after the ad break. Uh, we're going to talk about what you need to do to sign up for our fantastic tickets giveaway for week one. And uh, you're yeah. not going to want to miss that. So check that out. But Sean, let's dive into uh, the, the goings on in Steeler Nation. Uh, we yeah. just had uh, our, our guys, Dave Schofield and Brian Anthony Davis, the real yeah. big stars of SCN, uh, yeah. come on and talk about a Kevin Dotson trade. That just yeah. went down with the Los Angeles Rams. Yes, um, sir. But I'd love love to get your initial thoughts on this while I start looking at some questions that have been coming in. Tell us what well, you Jeremy, got. Jeremy, for sure, man. You know how I do it out there on Pump Your Brakes and all whatever else. And the Homies Podcast. Everything comes with a sign. Hey. So we, had a, we had a trade <laughs> alert, man. We had a trade alert to hit big time for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kevin Dotson uh, went to the Los Angeles Rams. I think we, we trade swapped. With a fourth and a fifth, and we 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 moved, we took our fifth and sixth, one from the 2024, one from the 2025, and moved yep. up. So we trade swapped to get a fourth round and a fifth round. So this puts us in position. Dawson was only was going to be in the starting lineup, definitely, anyway. He was a serviceable backup, but this puts us in a position to build draft capital and maybe hold on to a player that I thought we might have was gonna cut, but somebody might be sticking around for a little bit longer, you know, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's it's going to be uh, just another level of intrigue now as to who mm. sticks on this offensive line after yeah. this departure. Um, is this the Steelers saying, well, I think we, we like some of our, our swing depth as far as guys who maybe can play multiple positions on the inside? Maybe like yeah. Nate, Nate Herbig, if he's healthy, you know? Yeah. Um, so maybe we don't – maybe we can keep one less lineman or, I don't know, they like to go in with those nine offensive linemen every year for the most yeah. part. So I see somebody taking his spot, who that yeah. is. It's going to be fun yeah. to see for sure. Let's bring this up along with this. After one of our amazing regulars here uh, says, are we happy? Are you guys as happy as I am about what we got for Dodson? I'm going to say I'm, I'm extremely happy. I mean, anything you get for a guy when you can, when you can dump a salary, um, I don't know, it was only like uh, 2.6 million or something like that, but still yeah. gives you some play, um, allows you to have some, some, a room to work with throughout the season in case of injuries before that trade deadline. We mm. know that the Steelers have operated at the trade deadline before to add um, linebackers, what, what have you. Um, so it gives you some operating room. Um, so I, I like that part of it, but also just increasing the value of your draft capital. I mean, yeah. and, and moving, bumping those uh, a fifth and a sixth to a fourth and a fifth. I mean, Hey, that's a round earlier. That's, that's 32 plus players. Uh, that you get a, a chance to pick sooner. So uh, that's a that's a great work by Omar Khan and everything. So I'm ex definitely happy with it. Um, yeah. Sean, you you concur there? Oh man, I agree totally, man. I think that that you can never what uh, shake your hand in the face of draft capital. Yeah. Draft capital is always important. I mean, look what we just pulled out. We we got a stud in the fourth round with her pick coming in. Yeah, man. Last year in the fourth round, man. So you know. You can't lose with that. But the issue is, is that this also makes room for a young guy who I think uh, uh, Spencer Anderson yes. is definitely not going to be on the 53-man roster. 
and he could play swing position all the way from left tackle right. So yeah. now, you know, Dodson was going to be a little disgruntled because he feels like he's just as good as the two guards that's sitting there right now, probably as yeah. good as the center. Hey, bro, it's time for us to part ways, but it's okay because I, I think that the Steelers have enough depth in, in that keeping nine position for sure with the, with the offensive line. Yeah. Do you kind of see a, a philosophy shift here? I think a lot of fans, ha- their ire has been um, raised at maybe the Steelers' propensity to kind of stick with people maybe longer than than maybe the fans would think so. Do you kind of see a philosophy shift here? Chase Claypool last year, you know, the Steelers deal him, end up with a second-round pick. Kevin Dotson this year, maybe the Steelers starting to see, hey, we've tried with these guys, or Mm -hmm. maybe we can't reach – we can't get what we really want to out of them. Let's maximize their value here because I feel like that there kind of maybe has been a philosophy shift there um, under Omar Khan. Do you kind of feel the same way? Man, I promise you I was going to say Omar Khan's name, man. The con, yeah. the con man is up to business, man. You know, yes, he, he he does stuff that's so untraditional as far as what we know about the Pittsburgh Steelers. But in this new age, new age NFL, you have to maximize value up when a player's hot or a team has a need, i.e. while we pulled off the deal with Claypool last year, we got a second round. That yeah. turned into Joey Porter Jr. So right. I'm excited about to see what this Dyson trade turns into the fourth round. Who knows? Next year we could get a, a guy that's going to be a stealer for 10 years, man. So yeah. the con man is up to it, you know. He is, man. And uh the Steelers' recent draft history in, in the third, fourth, fifth round has been pretty good. I think you've got now you're starting left tackle still and in, in Dan Moore Jr. in the fourth round. Facts. You've yeah. got Nick Herbig. I mean, it's looking good. So mm-hmm. turning that fifth into a fourth, that looks good to me on paper. Yeah. So we'll see what they do with it. Trust in the process, though, man. These guys know more than we do and mm-hmm. uh, s- still something to to love and enjoy. So uh, we were going to talk about kind of expectations a little bit for the Steelers. I kind of wanted to, s- to settle in on maybe those first five games before the bye week. Um, okay. the Kind of the title of this, this uh, show, and we'll get into – get into this i'm sure with the questions i've already got one here um that we'll pull up in just a second uh, so my thought was will the steelers look more like the tortoise or the hare to start 2023 are they getting yeah. off to a slow start like we've seen them kind of get off to some of these slow starts in recent years um or are they going to start out fast it's going to be fun to see uh big g tell us what you think about that before we start looking at questions so for all the Steeler Nation and all the people out there who rock with Pittsburgh Steelers, they should understand and know that it was a different philosophy this year as far as the preseason was concerned. Mm-hmm. Coach Tomlin played those starters a little bit more than what we're traditionally used to and comparatively to the rest of the NFL. There was a reason behind that. He was building continuity, but he was also setting us up so that that way we have a fast start because I think mm-hmm. – before as competitive as the AFC division is going to be this year, you're going to need a fast start because, you know, it's going to be a lot of late games. It's going to have a lot of weight. So we yep. need that hot two, three game win or uh, total right out the back, man. You know, absolutely. And you got two division games in those first five games and yeah. an NFC Super Bowl contender in week one coming to your house. You better be ready yeah. for that. I mean, That's you better right. be ready for that. And, and Mike Tomlin knows it. And now he's got, his two weeks to prep and game plan, but now he's also got sitting in the back of his mind and his players do too. Man, we shredded people in the yeah. preseason. I know it was preseason. Kenny Pickett said it best. We know it was preseason, but we yeah. liked what we saw. We got done what we what we wanted to get done. So 
that to me is huge. The mindset is correct. But like you just said, Mike Tomlin says, we got a young team where we want this confidence to, to get us out hot. We can't be starting one and four. We can't be starting two and three like we have been yeah. the last few years, especially in a, a packed AFC. That's going to be – if you win 10 games, you might miss the playoffs. I mean, that's Facts. how good That's how good this AFC is this year. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you've got to be on your P's and Q's. you got to be ready to go. And I think Tylen's got it going. Along those lines, I know we were talking mm. the beginning of the year. Mm. If they get that fast start, Thomas Riley asked this question. Can either of you see the Steelers – probably winning 12 games. I can see them with a 12 win season. Yeah. I can see them with a 12 win season, Sean. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I think their basement to be honest is 10 10 10 wins. And I think yeah. their ceiling is between 12 and 13. Really yeah. to be honest. So I could see it happening. Um fast start or not. I mean, if we start out 4-1 or 3 and 2, I think we're still going to hit maybe that 11 and 12 win season. Yeah. But I definitely think that the Pittsburgh Steelers and that was the whole reason why we did what we did in the preseason. Without doing it that way, and and I'm telling you, the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense is about to put the NFL on notice, man. They're about man, to – because so. there is so many weapons, it's ridiculous. Wait wait till you see that 12 personnel and 11 personnel for four quarters. Yeah. You're going to be like, man, what is really going on out there, man? <laughs> what is yeah. cooking in Steeltown uh, looking yeah. good? Um, I'll tell you this. What I'm interested to see is where the defense uh, focuses their, their resources – in this passing game, because mm -hmm. I'll tell you this right now, you double George Pickens, that just plays to his ball game. He's going to go up over both of those guys and bring down that football. Yep. Uh, Deontay Johnson's probably the one that would make more sense to try to double because he's the route runner. He's the one who's going to try to beat you with technical uh, prowess. He's the uh, savant as we've been hearing that word uh, a lot lately from the wide receiver yeah. position. But yeah. um, you know, if, if you're going to roll some defenders over, maybe to Deontay Johnson. What are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to single up George Pickens all game long. He's going to eat him alive. So, and yeah. that doesn't even count your guys in the middle. That doesn't even count your speed guys like Calvin Austin uh, and what this running game can do to you. So if Kenny Pickett can put balls on hands, that that's going to be a, a big deal. Hey man, I, I said this, man, and I just want the Steelers fans out there to dream. Can you imagine we got Deontay Johnson. We're an out in 12 personnel. We got Deontay Johnson on one side. Line up in the slot is Friar move. On the opposite side, you have Washington off the ball, and you got Pickens lined up on that side, and you run Johnson across the formation. You're going to leave Friar move one on Are you going to leave Friar move one on one out there on an island? Yeah. <laughs> or, are you, or when you roll to the side and you got three, okay, we audible and just dump it to Najee. He's one on one with a cornerback. So yeah. that 12 personnel is going to be sick, but the 11 personnel is going to even be sicker with Allen Robinson and Calvin Austin the third, man. Yeah, they can beat you so many ways. And yeah. I think one of the biggest um, boosts this year is that they can beat you so many ways out of the same formations too. And yeah. so you're yeah. not going to be able to know what's coming because Darnell Washington can go 30 yards up the seam or he can kick you outside faster than, than anybody else. Uh, this guy's yeah. got the – we, I think we saw what we need to see out of him. Um, I know we kind of wanted more maybe from the the pass catcher department, but he just dominating defensive ends and linebackers in, in uh, the, the blocking game, and that's what you really want out of this guy this year. Pat Fryman's going to catch the passes. He's going to be your, yeah. your tight end target. Uh, yeah. Washington will supplement in the red zone and everything, but just, just his blocking ability, that's why they drafted him. I mean – 
let's not get too cute with this, right? Let's let's let the boy, let's let the big boy go be a big boy and beat up some some guys on the defensive line. So, um, yeah. let's go ahead and pop this up while we're talking. You know, we we mentioned the trade earlier. Um, this is our boy. This is Tate. Yeah. Tate Boy Fresh. He he asked, uh, "Kendrick Green stain? That's a question. It is a question. Um, is this is this an either or Kendrick Green or Spencer Anderson, or do you think maybe both of these guys make?" I think Spencer Anderson is definitely on the roster without a okay. shadow of a doubt. But I, Kendrick Green, this is the thing, man. Tomlin was trying to find a position for that guy all in the offseason and the preseason, man. Yeah. They moved him around a fullback. They played him at center. I, I saw practices where they were playing at both left and right guard. They're trying to make a spot for him, man. So yeah. maybe by trading Donson, because Tomlin sort of likes Green a little bit. I give him maybe a 60-40 chance right now to make the roster, but we'll we'll see in the next couple of days. We will, we will. Um I could I mean personally, if if Green doesn't make the roster, I will not be shedding tears. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, he's put in work. I, I think, you know, we throw him under the bus too a little too much as fans as a whole yeah. um as if he's not trying. I think he's trying. I just yeah. don't know if he's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. uh I try not to dog him too much. He's a good guy. Um I got to give him a high five at at training camp and he he was talking to to the fans on the way down this guy he, he's a he's a man of the people he's a team first player so i mean he, he doesn't hurt the locker room that's for sure um yeah. you just hope that maybe and i thought he looked a little better at guard when they played him in this last preseason game and i know it was against the falcons twos but looked yeah. a little better putting his body into people instead of uh, trying to use his uh his wingspan as much but um let's piggyback off of this here and and add from AJC Spencer Anderson or Cook I think this is uh let's see I'm trying to think of Cook's first name it's escaping me right now um I don't I don't think Cook I don't think Cook makes the roster right Yeah I don't I, I either I'm just see it. Yeah I think this is this is Anderson um if when in doubt go with the draft pick right for the Steelers yeah. typically um so that that is something to to watch, obviously, we don't know what they'll do, but keep an eye out. That trade or that deadline for um, for cuts is coming soon. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break on the audio side and uh, get a word from our sponsor. But here on the live show, we're going to stay put, and we're going to be right back with you and talk some more Steelers football on the Steelers Sunday night Q&A, answering your questions. And we'll also get to how you can enter to win our special fans for sports giveaway don't go anywhere we will be right back this episode is supported by fx's clipped the scandalous story of the 2014 clippers owners racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world the series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league starring lawrence fishburne jackie weaver cleopatra coleman and Ed O'Neill, FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome back to the Steelers Sunday Night Q&A. It's Betts. It's Big G. We're talking with you. Chatting it up, answering your questions. Before we dive into more content and question answering, though, this is what you came here for. This is what you want to hear. Attention, sports fans. Are you a fan of an NFL team? Would you love to attend your favorite team's week one game? Well, you're in luck. Fans First Sports Network is giving away four free tickets. Count one, two, three, four free tickets to the week one NFL game of your choice. Doesn't have to be Steelers versus Niners doesn't have to be that it can be the team of your choice if you somehow catch this and you're not a Steelers fan you're not a Niners fan and you want to hit up a different game doesn't matter you can go to the week one NFL game of your choice get this up to yeah that's right straight facts up to five thousand dollars that's five with three zeros after it those are some dang good seats my man and uh so definitely check this out and here's how you do it rules to enter are simple step one Go to contest.fansfirstsports.com. That's contest.fansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. Then step two, find us on Facebook and like our page. That's all you got to do. Let's go to contest.fansfirstsports.com. Fill out with your information and then find us on Facebook and like our page. That's it. That's all you got to do, man. Simple, easy. Once you've done that, you've been officially registered to win the four free tickets to any week one NFL game of your choice what are you waiting for right now mm-hmm. while you're listening go enter at contest.fansforsports.com for your shot at seeing your favorite team in action and this is the important news right here contest ends on september 4th yeah it's coming up middle yeah. of this week get on it people get on contest.fansforsports.com and go sign up and like our facebook page all right enough of that let's get back to the conversation here and i wanted to to talk a little bit now again about our fast start we've got Hmm. san francisco coming up in week one i know sealers players Steelers coaches that's all they're focused on Mm -hmm. but then big g you got a cleveland browns team that's got a lot of hype of their own coming into this Hmm. year coming into town for primetime football monday night football is this a, a hugely important game for the steelers or can they lose this one and still be okay? Or is this kind of where they first make a statement here? No, I think the statement is week one, you know, and then being okay. focused yeah. on the 49ers and putting a game plan. Well, what I, all I'm hearing is Tomlin's I mean, done put the game plan in to like today. Like the game plan will be ready to go before, way before, you know, the first 14, 15, 16 plays will be scripted. So they're ready to roll with that. But you can never discredit or discount 
the Cleveland Browns, who's the original rival of the, of the Pittsburgh Steelers in week two in a primetime game. You know, every for all you guys that don't know and understand out there this year, every AFC North game is pivotal. Yeah. You cannot afford to drop home and away. You got to win those games that you're supposed to win. And so because of how competitive the division is going to be, it's time to win. You know, so I, I don't think they're going to overlook the game. I think just as much focus is going to be on San, San Fran as it is in Cleveland. It's just they're only going to get a week to prepare for Cleveland versus two weeks yeah. for San Fran. Yeah. And this being a, the first home opener in what is it, eight years or more than that? I don't I don't remember. 2014, I think, is the last yeah. time the Steelers Steelers opened at home. Yeah. Um, you know Mike Tomlin's going to have his team ready, and these guys are going to come out in front of a an Akersher stadium crowd and be ready to roll. So yeah. I, I agree with you. The, the real litmus test is week one, and it's great that you catch them there. Um, but you got to go win those division games after you got Baltimore in week five as well in, in that front side before the – before the bye week and uh, how do you feel about the early bye week by the way is that is that okay with you do you care or do you prefer those later ones um at, at this particular season i think the early one's going to make all the difference okay. the reason being is because how competitive the nfl is going to be right off the gate you know so to where i you know i like being lathered up going into the playoffs i mean i like the, you, you got the bye week late that means guys get to rest and i think it breaks the rhythm so I'd rather have it, me personally, within the first four, five, six weeks versus towards the end because rest only benefits you when you have injuries. If you don't have injuries, you need to keep playing every single week. Trust him from a guy that played college sure. football. I know you you don't need to be resting that because that'll throw yeah. your rhythm off completely. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Uh, get get those guys rested up. If if they, if the team is struggling, then then I like that early bye week. Maybe redirect a little, little bit. But yeah, I typically prefer like last year that the week uh, nine bye week, I think it was, was that was great with me uh, right in the middle of the yeah. season kind of gives you, you know, a, a true halfway break, but it could be worse. I think there's teams that have week four bye weeks, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, uh, it could be worse uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, let's let's hop into some roster talk here with with the with the uh, cuts deadline coming up. Anybody that stands out to you, maybe that could be a surprise cut. As Brian Brown asks, what surprise cuts do you think are coming? So, so I'm gonna preface this. I I can't tell you which guy it's gonna be, but I think there's gonna be a surprise cut in that defensive backfield, especially at that Ooh. corner, that okay. cornerback position. There's some stuff going on with Levi Wallace, and I don't know if he's necessarily gonna make the squad. He might. He's a great special teams guy. Don't get okay. me wrong, you know. But I'm saying as far as actually, because th this is why I'm saying it. After Corey Trice got hurt, yeah. look at how many defensive backs they ran into camp. That yeah. wasn't by accident. You know, it looked, it looked like every other week we were looking up, they were bringing another DB in, another DB in, another DB in. That was for somebody's spot in particular. So that's why I'm like, okay, there's something going on in that corner room, mm. and the guy, the odd man out, is looking like Levi Wallace, man. Wow. See, I, I kind of feel like it might be, um, might be James Pierre. Could be. Um, as opposed to Levi Wallace. I think the Steelers are probably going to trot out Wallace opposite Patrick Peterson in week one. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but, you know, uh, I agree with you. There's there, that the, the, the team has been uh, exhausting all options at cornerback. Yeah. Seeing if somebody can stick back there, especially yeah. Corey Trice goes down. And obviously you hate it for, for Corey. 
uh, but you hate it for the Steelers team too because it looks like they were pretty excited about this guy. They thought he had a chance to to play this season, probably the way that they were talking him up and in OTAs and everything, and um, didn't get a chance really in camp to show anything. So we'll we'll have to wait on that. But see, I'm the guy that believes that JPP is going to start. So I, I I think I think he's going to start. I'm that guy. So you know yeah. I do hot takes all the time. Sure. And I think I think that young guy, man, he's he's a little different. Okay. So I, yeah. I I wouldn't be shocked if they started him opposite. But you know Wallace might make the team. Yeah. Who, who knows? But James Pierre definitely could be on the hot seat. Definitely. Yeah, and I think I definitely think you'll see uh, Joey Porter Jr. in the ball game at some point in Week One because mm-hmm. they're going to rotate guys like crazy on this back end. Patrick Peterson's going to move inside. They're going to give you all different looks. Yeah. Um, you've got you got Elijah Riley and yeah. uh, Shandon Sullivan uh, working to to see about that slot corner spot um there those if if both guys make the roster they've got two capable guys that they can rotate in and out as well so it's going to be interesting to see i think if i had to pick a, a surprise cut area it might be mm-hmm. along that defensive line uh maybe somebody like montrevious adams is the odd man out if Ooh. with keanu benton uh playing well in the middle i don't yeah. know maybe maybe they want to give the rook a little more run maybe it's armand watts i think he's looked really good but I so, think he, he would he was kind of considered potentially a lock to make the, the roster at some point. Watts was. So we'll see. Jeremy, let me ask you a question, man. So if you had to have defensive backs or defensive linemen, which guy would you rather have more of going into camp? I'm saying defensive line uh, going right. into the season. Yeah, defensive yeah. line. Uh, you got to have as many guys to rotate in there as absolutely possible, especially – when you're, I mean, Kenny Pickett obviously has looked really good on the offensive yeah. side of the ball. I'll bring yeah. this around back to the defensive line. <laughs> mm. uh, but if you if you if you're not sure that that guy is is him at quarterback, if you're not sure he's going to be a top five type player, then you, yeah. to me, the the next most important thing is what you're doing up front on the defensive side of the ball. Agreed. We saw it with Philly. We've seen it with San Francisco. We saw it with Tampa Bay when they yeah. beat. Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Yeah. What was that about? That was that that front line. You know, that yeah. was the defensive front seven making life extremely difficult for Patrick yeah. Mahomes and yeah. not even letting the Chiefs get get rolling at all. So um we we've seen it work at the highest level. And that's that's how you got to get it done. Now, if the Steelers potentially have that quarterback and mm-hmm. that defensive line, that's where things get spicy real quick for this yeah. team. So I would go with the defensive line. Yeah, I agreed, agreed. Yeah. I, I I just wanted to see, you know, because and that's why I, I think something's going to happen with that defensive backfield. Yeah, I think you're going to see a surprise cut there versus any other position across, you know, the whole sure. team. You know who doesn't think that way anymore, Big G? It's the Baltimore no Ravens. Yeah, the Baltimore yeah. Ravens. They prioritize that back end, and yeah. uh, they haven't been prioritizing the front seven. I think that might come back to bite them this year, especially after some of the injuries they've sustained in the in the back end as well. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. They brought in Jadavion Clowney. You know, I think he might yeah. be a little long on the tooth, but you know, we'll see for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, working through, try to find some more questions here. Let's see. Uh-huh. Um, do you have a, a specific player that you are keeping your eye on that, on the on the defensive line that you really liked this this 
offseason and preseason that you think needs a, a better, a bigger shot at playing? I, I like Loudermilk. I think yeah. Loudermilk. I think Loudermilk is is Loudermilk was built or or built to be a stealer without a shadow of a doubt because the way he plays, he's super aggressive. He gets a lot of push. He's got really good hands too, man. So I, I would love to see Loudermilk get. PT. I mean, I doubt it because of really how successful Keanu Benton is going to be. And we know about the veterans that do on anchor on both sides on the defensive line. But I'm interested to see how often the Steelers are going to switch out of that 3-4-4-3, you know, because we run a combo meal as far as that defense is concerned sometimes. So I want to see how much they switch and they go from base and they put a guy with their hand down. Because yeah. I think in this, this, this NFL, you have to be able to move guys around like chess pieces. The, mm, that's the whole yeah. reason why we brought in a guy like Keanu Neal because he can drop down in as a linebacker and move yeah. back and forth. So I'm anxious to see what happens as far as the schematics or the scheme is on the defense. You know, yeah. we know about the guys on the edge. We know, yeah. we know what's going to happen, but and we know what's up with Minka. You know, and yeah. I'm pretty sure about what's going on with Patrick P. But what's going to happen scheme wise with the rest of the defensive players? That's what I really want to see. Yeah, an underrated schemer, an underrated game planner, I think is Terrell Austin. He does not yeah. get talked about in in league. Well, and in media circles, all all the chatter about Lou Anarumo this and uh, and uh, uh, the guy in Miami now um, that was the the head coach of the Broncos. I'm I'm blanking on his name, but um, they it, it, Mr. Relevant. That's what yeah, I'm exactly, call him. exactly. Terrell Austin. <laughs> you got to mention Terrell Austin's name here and and start yeah. giving him some credit because he puts these guys in position. The the Steelers leading. The, the league in interceptions, I think, two or three times now during his yeah. tenure as either defensive coordinator or defensive backs coach. Facts. That's him. That's that, yeah. You got to give him some credit where it's due here. Um, and I think if, if the Steelers have a really good defensive season um, mm. and kind of put it all together, that you'll start hearing his name mentioned uh, out there. Vic Fangio is is the guy I was thinking of and that was yeah. in Denver, now in Miami. Um, yeah. Let's pull up this uh, in regards to surprise cuts potentially. Are are there chances Ooh. Gentry gets cut? He was in a walking boot, I think, um, this week. Even still, I don't think so. What do you think? They're going to camp with four. I mean, they're going to leave camp, break camp with the 53-man roster with four tight ends. Hayward's going to make it. Washington's going to make it. Farmer's going to make it. And Gentry's going to make it. Now, if they slide, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they slid him, on, put him on the pup list or something like that, just to stuff him and hide him as far as a roster spot is concerned. But Gentry is way too valuable. I mean, if we're going to trade Dotson, you don't. What do you think we could get in a trade for Gentry? Because Gentry is a Gentry probably on at least ten other teams would start tight end. He's really that good of a player. Yeah. So, sure. so I'm saying that there's there's no way we're going to cut a guy yeah. that we could get trade value for. So you can see him get stuffed in the pup on the pup or something like yeah. that. They'll do something creative, but he's he's on the squad, man. He is, and uh, I mean he's he's in this locker room too. He's part of the he part of that the culture there. You know, mm. um, he's he's all over Steelers social and. And the and their media's outlets and, and videos and everything. He's uh, grilling with uh, Pat Fryermuth, and yeah, uh, I yeah. mean he he's a part of this team this year for sure. Um, injury or whatever, like you said, if they have to get mm. creative with his roster spot, they will. But he's he's going to stick put. And like you said, I think he jumps in as as a blocking tight end for a bunch of teams, and uh, maybe not the pass catching side of things, but. Uh, he would be a t uh, at least a two tight end on the field a lot uh, for for most teams. 
um, yeah. with his skill set. So, and a guy that has grown exponentially in his time in the league. So I think, I think he's still on this team. I had thought early in the process when, especially when they drafted Darnell Washington and mm. the Steelers really don't typically keep four tight ends, but mm. each guy has a specific role. You've kind of seen that play out. Yeah. Um, and I, I really don't personally see, uh, Connor Hayward as a tight end in the true yeah sense of the word you're not going to ask him to block in line you know you're yeah. not gonna you're gonna use him in that h-back role you're gonna use him we saw it running back some in the backfield um sw- swing passes things like that you're gonna use him creatively and then yeah. you know he he's just a ball player uh he's yeah. one of my favorite players on this entire roster because he just plays ball and yeah. doesn't make a fuss goes out there and and plays his role whatever he's asked to I think he embraces the chaos that he causes when he steps on the field. Well, he, he, for those folks that don't know him at Michigan State, that's what he did at Michigan State. Yeah, At Michigan State, they moved him all over the place. He was an inline tight end, H-back, tailback, offline tight end, lineup, and sometimes a WR. That's what this, this kid is. So he's, yeah. like you said, a football player without a shadow of a doubt. Absolutely. Let's keep talking roster here. Afton asks, who stays at safety? This is an interesting question. There have been some guys popping. I really like Trenton Thomas. I thought he played, or Thompson, Trenton Thompson. I thought this this dude played like a house of fire in in, uh, the preseason. I don't think he makes this roster, but I thought I liked him a lot. What do you think? But that's 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 what I'm saying, and I mean this is just a hard Q and A as as well because the Steelers have so many guys that you're on the fence about whether or not they'll make it, and then. The, the reaction is going to be, if we cut a guy, where is he going to end up at? Because we know we're getting a good player. And you you hit the, 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 the nail on the head as far as the safety position. Thompson, should based on his play this, yeah. uh, this preseason, should be on the Steelers roster. But does he make it? I, yeah. Man, I don't know, man. I don't know. That safety position might be the hardest cut down. Really, yeah. to be honest, that safety position is hard. It, it is. And um, you got to establish vets on yeah. there that you probably don't want to let go of, especially when you've got some young corners in, in the room that you want to t- try to bring up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Elijah Riley, super interesting because he yes. can play multiple roles. Yes. Um, you got Mike Tomlin's Swiss, Swiss army knife, Trey Norwood still back there who man, he, don't he love Trey Norwood. He got a special place in his heart. <laughs> he for him, man. He really does, man. I think on, on draft night, sometimes you can just tell Mike Tomlin loves a specific player. Yeah. Uh, when he he said Swiss Army knife, uh, you just oh this guy. It don't matter what he does, he's gonna be on this roster until his contract yeah. expires. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I I don't know if he makes this team either, and I think he's he's a good backup safety. So yeah. Oh yeah. man, the Steelers got some tough ones. Here's what we should say: we just kind of wrap up that the roster uh, decision talk with come talk to us Tuesday and, we'll, and then we'll break it down. Once everybody, once the decision's been made, then we'll break it down. <laughs> but that the, a lot of, a lot of this credit goes to the con man, the con man, oh, doc, you, the, man, we couldn't have landed a better GM, man. We couldn't have, no. man. The con man came and he put his fingerprints on the Steelers early. And so this is the beginning of it. So can you imagine how we're going to look in two years or three years, man, it's going to yeah. be a lot going on with Pittsburgh, man. Yeah. I, I think that's another thing we, we should keep in mind as a fan base here is, 2023 is just the beginning of yeah. this whole experience. And yeah. you got Kenny Pickett on a, a rookie contract for three more years. I mean, the, this is a team 
that their best days are still ahead of them, Big G. Yeah. I mean, their best days are are not 2023. And if they can be something special in 2023, you've got to love the window that this team is opening up. Well, all the Steeler fans is out there that ones that need to relax about Kenny Pickett, he's him, man. <laughs> Kenny Pickett is that guy. He yes, is sir. him. He's yes, that guy, man. We got our franchise guy. So just pump your brakes about all that other stuff. We're going to build around this kid. And like you said, this is just the beginning. This is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to have some very successful seasons moving forward in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. Let me ask you a question. Just give me a yes or no. All right. Gotcha. So this question, gotcha. uh, before the preseason, mm-hmm. were you concerned about the Steelers inside linebacker room? Before the preseason? Before the preseason. Were you concerned about that inside linebacker room? No. Okay. Because of, of the trades, because of the trades that were made or the pickups that were made, like Roberts and whatnot yeah. prior to. And then then we added Alexander right there at the brink. Yeah. So no. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Before, I should have asked yes no, no. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. Before the preseason started, I was very concerned about this inside linebacker room. I'll be honest with you. Um, okay. I thought the coverage issues or potential coverage issues would actually be issues. Um, I thought Elandon Roberts wasn't going to be super explosive. Um, that's that's all changed. Afton hits the nail on the head here with this question. How do you feel about inside linebacker of this last preseason game? Yeah. Throughout the preseason, my the script is totally flipped in my opinion. I yeah. think these dudes know what they're here to do in Pittsburgh. I think they realize that Mike Tomlin has asked them to be the steel of the steel curtain in this Facts. in this uh, rendition of it. They're going to lay the hammer down on some people <laughs> this year. That's their job, and I think they're going to be pretty darn good at it. What you think? Oh, I agree, man. You, you know, I'm going to tell you inside linebacker I'm really impressed with, man. Mark Robinson. Yeah. I, I like Mark Robinson, yes, man. I like what he did and changed his body. I mean, I like all the guys. I like Alexander. I like Roberts. You know, yeah. I, I like all of them. But, man, right? that Mark Robinson guy. And he's your fourth. Breaks out of me. He's your yeah. fourth guy right now. You got you yeah. got to absolutely love that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. this that's incredible that he's your fourth linebacker. And yeah. if you get if you get an injury to somebody that he can just step in. And, I, I mean, I think I liked him in coverage in the yeah. preseason, too, more than – more than I thought I was going to. I thought he he's made significant strides. And I mean, maybe it was to be expected because he's only played the position for, for so long. And, yeah. and Mike Tomlin saw what he saw. And he said, this, this guy can play linebacker if we just give him some time, but I underestimated him. I think he's going to be a player for this team this year. Yeah. This is the first time in a long time that I look at the 53 man roster and you go first starting guy and guy behind him. Yeah. And I don't see any holes. I mean, sure. I you know, I this is a long, it's been a long time coming. So definitely. Yeah. We always talk about depth. And you know, I one of the big things to me about the preseason is you see depth mm-hmm. in play. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, the Steelers won all three of their preseason games last year. I think their depth typically is better because they draft and develop. These guys yes. know the system. And you yeah. you got most of these other teams that come in and they've got a bunch of new guys, new faces that they're trying to work into a new system. So you can win some more preseason games that way. I think that's why Baltimore's been so good too, because they also draft and develop yes. um, in the preseason. But yeah. this year, I think I can't remember who it was that that said it. I it was on one of the uh on the postgame show. So it was 
it was Dave or Brian or or Jeff, but they were saying the Steelers won their preseason games differently this year. Like yes. it was more dominant, and I, all the way through too. And I think you got splash play from the depth, not yeah. just not just solid steady stuff. Um, and you get some of that too, but you get some mm. splash from this depth. Nick Herbig mm. getting some splash out there. <laughs> uh, Shannon Sullivan, Elijah Riley intercepting passes. You know, you've got guys that if if they're called upon to come in, my one of my big takeaways from from the preseason has been Nick Herbig is asked to come on the field. It's not just going to be hold down the fort. Don't don't make a mistake <laughs> until TJ Watkins back out there. It's yeah. oh, give us a spark, man. Go ahead. Yeah, and go get him. Yeah. Uh, that's how I, I see Tomlin. I saw Tomlin running up and down the sideline talking about who little brother out there, who little brother out there on yeah. the video clip. <laughs> and he's talking about his, that's baby TJ Watt out there causing problems. You know, that's yeah. what he's referring to, man. So it's, it, like I said, four out, four outside linebackers, Golden, Highsmith, Watt, Herb, Herbick, man, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be problems, problems for the league with yeah. depth, you know? Absolutely. Uh, I'm loving it, man. Um, let me see. I had another question here. Uh, this one from Ahmad Bell, mm. hashtag we are victorious. How many points mm-hmm. do you think you guys average? Let's just answer that first question. Uh, that's been a, a big talking point this offseason. Mm. Are we going to average uh, 30 points? No, we're not going to average 30 points a game. No. No. <laughs> what's no. what do you think? What's the what's your expectation for, for points average here? Well, I think it's a two part answer. I'm gonna yeah. go fast. The issue is that the scoring average across the NFL has raised every year for the last three years in a row, right? Yes. And so the league scoring average is somewhere around at 22, 23 points a game, right? right? So I look for the league in totality to go up around 24, maybe 24 and a half. And I think the Steelers is maybe a point better than that. So I think okay. Pittsburgh's going to average between 25 and 26 points a game, which is very serviceable, you know, yeah. for us to be able to be competitive in our division. Right, yeah. And I think the other thing to consider with PPG – points per game is yeah. that it's it's environmentally based a little bit as well um Correct. you get these these teams with the with patrick patrick mahomes justin herbert they're just by nature going to be in more shootouts because they score fast their yeah. opponents have to score to keep up you know they're just going to be in more shootouts um yeah. and so it's all it's all a little bit relative i mean you typically don't have a team that's just scoring 35 points a game and giving up 10. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not typically like that. Um, and so I think it, it's all relative a little bit as well. But I think you hit the nail on the head here. This is about where you rank amongst the league. It's not Correct. a specific point number. It, the Steelers could score 24 points a game, and that might not be enough in 2023. It, it might have been enough in 2022. It might not be enough in 2023. Correct. So where's that? 10 to 15, 10 to 16 range of teams. Um, what are they scoring per game? You'd, you'd love to see the Steelers. I think seeing the Steelers offense in that range, that's a huge upgrade, obviously, on what we saw yeah. last year. So yeah. I 100% agree with you. That's that's the best way I've heard it put all offseason by anybody is that, mm. man, let, let's, let's see where they rank at the end of the year with the teams that they're playing against as opposed to, Oh, we just need to hit 24 points a game. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah, that, that going about it that way is not going to be beneficial, you know, for us because there's going to be some games we're going to have to win a grind fest. Yeah. Me and Tay Boy Fresh been saying all along on our show that, hey, man, we're going to build a bully in Pittsburgh. But there's going to be – we have an offense that's capable to shoot it out with you too. Yeah. If, they, if you want to hit 30, 35, okay, let's go. Let's do what yeah. we do. You yeah, know, I think so. we – 
we saw a glimpse of that last year against the Bengals. It, yeah. They didn't win, but we saw it, right? And we saw that yeah. maybe with another year under their belt, Kenny Pickett and company, they're they're in for that type of ball game as well. It doesn't have yeah. to be twenty one to to sixteen every every week. So we will see. Let's round out final question here since we've been talking about the roster. Cut down day coming up very quickly. Every team going from that 90 threshold all the way down to 53. That's Man. a lot of players about to hit the market. Man. So with that in mind, if you were to make a move, what area would you address? Are you cool with this roster at this point? Or if, if cut downs come and you see a guy that maybe a, a veteran cut to save money by a team, mm-hmm. you know, at a specific position, is there a position group that you would make that, that move? So I've, 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 I talked about this in one of my other shows, and I don't like the fifth wide receiver. I like – no, let me say this. I like Boykin as far as special teams. I like Olinsky as, as far as being – but I'm saying, like, if, if another team cuts a guy yeah. that I know could come in and be a serviceable fifth receiver, I, I think we go after him. Now, what, who that guy is, I don't sure. know. We really have to be, you know, because – but I think with a fifth weapon in that room – it it Pittsburgh really gets dangerous now. Yeah. You know they're already with with Allen Robinson, Calvin Austin the third, Deontay Johnson, and Pickens. They're, they're already dangerous. But you add a fifth guy in that room, yeah. So I, I would yeah. I'm gonna be anxious to see what gets cut out there because I I think you can't have too many serviceable serviceable wide receivers. I just think you can't. Not in this day and age, you absolutely can't. I think that was kind of a uh, amidst the excitement of Steelers versus Falcons and what. Obviously, the first team did. Um, yeah. In the second half of that ball game, nobody was doing nothing for the Steelers. Nah. And that was kind of flying under the radar after talking up, obviously, Kenny Pickett and company from the first half. But yeah. you had Miles Boykin dropping passes. You had Cody White dropping passes. Um, uh, you had guys not running good routes, not clean, crisp routes. Um, so, yeah, after Allen Robinson, Calvin Austin, it, it could get a little dicey if you, if you maybe knock on – all the wood you can find if <laughs> Deontay Johnson or George Pickens go down for any length of time. So yeah. Yeah. Big G, it has been a pleasure. Thank you for chatting with me today. I'm sure the fans enjoyed it. Um, give us a, a little bit about what you do outside of this podcast, obviously uh, yeah. what people can, can find you on. Uh, I'm sure your regular listeners will be uh, back, but let's try to get you some new ones here as well. So tell everybody where they can find you on social and also yeah. what shows they can find you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, hey, man. We thanks for all the people in the live chat rocking yeah, us too, absolutely. man. It was we had great questions this evening. But thank, like I said, thanks again for the Q and A, Big G, and the Know It Alls crew, and the homies crew can be found all across our podcast throughout Fans First Sports Network. We rock out on Wednesday nights with Shannon Triple O G White and Tate Boy Fresh on the Homies Podcast. We definitely get it in on Friday nights. With the with with the oh I got them backwards. This pump your brakes podcast on yeah, Wednesday that's and on Friday it's the, it's the homies podcast. We got the overtime now with the homies podcast that we heard got great reviews for our after party show where we talk about NFL stuff that's not specifically AFC Central or sure. AFC North. You know AFC North. There you go. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You can also check me and Tate Boy Fresh and our homie Mod on the Know It Alls podcast on Sundays at six fifteen p.m. 
we rock out and talk all sports. We get a little hating in there for the Dallas Cowboys because, you know, they yeah. think they're America's team, yeah. and they don't know that the true America's team is the Pittsburgh Steelers for sure. That's and, right. and me and Tate Boy Fresh definitely have That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. And don't forget to check my no, my my homies players, my homies guys with Payday and B-Dirt on, on – uh, we are – we are uh, oh, I'm sorry. We are running through the jungle – and the bear paw, I almost got them long rust up because there's so many names <laughs> yeah. to remember. Yeah, for sure. But we, we guest star on some of those shows yeah, too, man. man. So Good deal. we got a lot going on. But we, I thank you for letting me come on on the Q and A for sure. Absolutely, and we'll have you back on sometime in the future to talk some Steelers football and what should be an exciting 2023 season. That's going to do it for us here on the Steelers Sunday Night Q and A. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.